Buffalo Wild Wing Studios. It's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Now that that's over with, uh, when we get everybody back, we can get right back into football and teaching and coaching and trying to get these young players implemented. The culture side of it's been really good. I've had, gosh, I don't know how many meetings, 15, 20 meetings with some of the veteran players and talked about the culture. And, um, you know, they we, we, we kind of laughed about the, the so-called uh, public perception of there being a poison in the locker room which is basically bull uh, You know, the players, you're always going to have two or three guys, maybe four, that feel like they want to get more playing time or for whatever reason. That is going to go on everywhere in the country. Um, I, you know, I'm not on Twitter, but, uh, you know, I have people that kind of keep me up to date with stuff. You think that's true? You think Gundy has a burner account? Gundy has multiple burner accounts. Mostly talking about politics, not sports, but there's some burner accounts there. Run a scan, if you could, of all Twitter accounts that have turtles as their <laughs> profile pick. I'm going to search Alfalfa on Twitter and see what pops up here. Cross check Alfalfa turtle pictures. Which accounts have mentioned Alfalfa the most? That'll be our top three. Bermuda <laughs> uh, Hay. They'll search that one too. He actually does have a Twitter. It's here's Mike Gundy. I am the head football coach of my alma mater, Oklahoma State University. Now maybe he doesn't run it, but he technically does have one. Right. Um, well, that's good. You know they've they've got some good players. They brought in some some guys, and we'll see how the the culture part of it goes. We'll see if they've they've got quarterback play that that can be consistent. You no, know, I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see what Oklahoma State does, and you know. I don't know a whole lot about the guys they brought in, but here's what I'll say. Mike Gundy, time and time again, when people have left him for dead, he puts out another really good football team. So, You know the joke around here is you know, people like, uh, well, I like it when we're doubted, when we're ranked like 18 to 25. That's when I feel the best. Uh, I, I think Mike Gundy feels that way, actually, about when people are saying that he's awful, the program's sure. about to crash. They're going to go five and seven this year. In the past, yeah, he's he's come back with a pretty nice season. Yeah, well, we'll see what he does. Um, By the way, that audio courtesy of uh, Triple Play Sports, which I love that he said BS on the <laughs> he just said it on the air over the radio waves. That's great. Ugh, never change, man. Money, please. Yogurt pretzel accounts says the text line. Gonna have to search that. <laughs> if you take the U R E out of the word culture, that's close to what the OSU locker room is ah, like. Colt, huh? Colt in there. Nice. Right. Um, I think there's something positive to be said about that. At least whenever you're talking about uh, sports, perhaps if you want a group that's really tight knit and maybe believe some things that aren't necessarily true that can that can mean a good thing out there on the field um i don't know we'll see um i will search yogurt pretzel accounts though as well <laughs> oh that's great. yogurt pretzel bermuda hay and alfalfa and i think that we're gonna find them yeah is that is that pretty much sum it up for him um, I mean, there's some news stories you could cross-reference Snowflake in there. In there or yeah. Something. yeah. You just cross-reference a couple of news organizations in there. Um, yeah, I, I'm, um, I, 
okay, we've been talking about the schedule release. Like one of the things, and this happens every year, but I, I don't think it's going to be any different next year. It may be even made even tougher because of, uh, you know, the new teams coming in. There's going to be someone, whether it's Oklahoma State or Kansas, Iowa State, there's going to be someone where they're not going to be given much much credit, much potential to do anything during the season. But lo and behold, we're going to come into November and there's going to be someone that nobody uh, thought was going to be playing for the, the conference and someone's going to be right you, you there. You have a guess because I – Literally have no guess as to who it's going to be. I, I and I've been thinking about this today, like just throwing out the question, like, "Hey, how's the Big Twelve going to be this year?" And that's a really tough question to answer because I mean, it, will Kansas State be picked to finish the league? Maybe, but dude, they lost a ton, man. Like they got their quarterback coming back, but they lost like some of the best players that they've had at certain spots, man. I it, it's. It's going to take a lot for Kansas State to reload. And they don't recruit at the level where they're just going to replace a Deuce Vaughn, a Felix out on the edge, players like that. Um, Texas might be picked to win the league, but can we say for absolute certainty that Texas is definitely going to be a better team than they were a year ago? Because no. now they're going to lean more heavily on Quinn Ewers, and that makes me pretty nervous if I'm a Texas fan. I can go down everyone in the conference. It's just like there is some real – there's some real question marks on every single team in the league next year, as of right now. No doubt. I don't know. See, I don't know that Texas would qualify anyways because I think they're going to be picked high. Um, I think, yeah, I think they, they could be picked to win the league. I think Kansas State's going to be picked high. I think TCU's going to be picked high. That may be your one, two, and three in whatever um, order. I, Tech, I think, is interesting. I think they'll be picked around fifth. I... I tend to worry a little bit about Tech because of last year they had 10 of 11 starters on defense were seniors. And the guy that wasn't a senior was a junior. Yeah, They had a ton of experience on that team, and uh, you can't really replicate that. So I'm interested to see what happens with Tech. But um, I think Kansas is is interesting. They don't have the talent, but – they're going to have a really dynamic quarterback. Um, I think they're they're possibly someone to watch. Uh, I think maybe Iowa State. I Iowa State. That one's a tough. For, I, I don't know. It's tough for me to get there though. I know. I it's tough for me also. But I'm trying to pick someone that nobody's going to give <laughs> a chance to. And Iowa State was one and eight in conference last year, but every loss was a basically a one score. They're going to have more experience. They went one and eight with the best defense in the conference. Yeah, that is that may be an anomaly that's never happened. But in Will McDonald, before. he's gone, right? He's out of there. Tough uh, guy to replace for them if Will McDonald's out. Yeah, he was know, kind of one of those last pieces defensively that they had there under Matt Campbell when they were, you know, he, having a lot of hype. Yeah, but you know what? He didn't have. Uh, what you would call just like an overwhelming year. Now, he's a good player, and, um, you know, he had five sacks. He led them in sacks last year. And, you know, you can't really put a number on all of his, um, you know, all, all of his contribution doesn't necessarily show up in the in the sack sheet 
whenever you're pressuring the quarterback and you know people have to scheme how to block you and everything. But I don't know. I, I if if I'm looking at teams that aren't going to be given a chance, I I would take the team that's consistently had the best defense in the conference. Yeah, here, here's what I think about the conference. There's going to be about eight or nine, maybe even ten teams that are given a chance to make it to Arlington yeah. next year. Like Baylor, I think will probably be picked to finish sixth, maybe in the conference next year. I think they absolutely have a chance to make it to Arlington. Like I, I'd, I'd sit here and love to say that, yeah, yes, Oklahoma, I think that they're going to get – I, I, I think OU is going to be a lot better. I think you think OU is going to be a lot better. But it's hard to say right now, absolutely, positively, OU is going to be there after the 6-7 and seven season that just happened. Yeah. The league's going to be – I mean, from top to bottom, it's a mystery next year. I mean, it really, it really is. Yeah. I don't know how good it's going to be at the top. I, I don't know if it's going to have a college football playoff team. I, right now, I would probably say no in a four-team setting, but it's, it's gonna be a, it, it'll be a week-to-week league once again. And honestly, to, to pick who you think is going to make it to Arlington for the first time in a while, you might have to, have to actually look at the schedules and see who's got the easiest road to get there. Which, well, Oklahoma's o, got the OU, easiest road. Yes, I was about to say, OU has maybe the easiest road. Um, well, it, they have the easiest road as we look at it right now. You know, that's the tough thing about this conference is it looks easy right now, but for whatever reason, every year there's someone new and like one of the games on here, maybe it's maybe it's BYU, maybe it's, I, I don't know, whatever, Iowa State, UCF. There's going to be a game on here that is way more difficult really than what we perceive it as right now. So I, I don't know. To answer that question, I don't know who I, – I, I agree that as we look at it today, whenever you compare like Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, um, I mean, throw, throw Clemson in there with the new offensive coordinator. Um, I, think, I think there could be several teams maybe in the Pac-12 that have a claim for it, Ohio State. Michigan, there's going to be some really good teams next year. And I just, as we sit right now, I don't know how we fit into that group as a conference. Do you think OU, or OU, do you think the Big 12 is going to have a team in the preseason top 10? I understand that that doesn't necessarily mean they won't make the playoff, which is what we're talking I'm just saying, will, will the Big 12 have a top 10 preseason team? I can't imagine. Texas is probably your best chance, right? Just because they're always overvalued in the preseason? Maybe maybe TCU just because of how they finished I, I I wouldn't like to me I don't even think I'd put TCU like I think they're a fringe top 25 team yeah now I could be proven wrong easily I would have said the same thing last year which Sonny Dyke said the same thing last year about their team like, he wasn't really sure about what they had and it just kind of all pulled together and I just I don't know what position they're in to replace a lot of the talent that they're going to be missing. Baylor and Big 12 championship game, could it happen, says the 918. Yeah, absolutely that could happen. And I wouldn't be shocked if it happens. I, I, ex, I expected a nice bounce back year from Baylor this year. I do too, but, you know, there's one thing that I think is interesting – Aranda, I've heard, was maybe sniffing around for Ooh, some other jobs out really? there. Really, NFL or college jobs? College football. Hmm. 
Trying to make his way up north to Lincoln? Uh, Wisconsin. Hmm. And it makes me... Oh, he used to be at Wisconsin as a defensive coordinator, right? Yeah. yeah. And whenever, uh, obviously, they had that opening, they ended up going with um, Fickle. But when they had that opening, you know, his name was being thrown around. And from what I've heard, it sounds like he really wanted it. Like, maybe that's just he has an affinity for Wisconsin and loved that program. Or does it mean that... Maybe he sees the writing on the wall a little bit with some of the guys that they've lost over the last two or years. Or he's trying to get to one of the two power conferences out there. Yeah. You know? So, I, you know, I don't, I don't know how to – like that factors in for me with Baylor. Like they're – over the last two years, they've lost some significant players, especially defensively. Now, he's a really good coach, and I think they've done a good job in recent years, you know, restocking on talent, but – I don't know. We'll see. Uh, let's see. Could one of the newbies make the conference title game? Uh, I mean, I, I think that some of the newbies are right there in the mix with with everyone else we're talking about. The newbie with the best chance, I think UCF is probably going to be the best team out of the new four. But they probably have the most difficult schedule. Like, Houston at least gets Texas at home. Um, BYU and Cincinnati get OU at home. UCF doesn't get OU or Texas at home. And, in fact, they have to go – and play at OU next year. So I haven't really looked at their schedule. You know, any I'm looking at it that. right now, and it's not easy. It's pretty tough. At Kansas State to start the yeah. Big 12 slate. Yeah. Then they host Baylor. Then they're at Kansas and at Oklahoma. That's their first four conference games? First four Ooh, conference games. Yikes. Three of them are on the road. You go two and two in that, you're doing, you're doing well. Yeah, because I think Kansas State's going to be salty. I think Kansas is going to be salty. I mean, we expect Baylor to be a uh, all-around decent football team. Like, what? What's the peak for them? I'm not sure. Uh, at Oklahoma is going to be a difficult game for them, and then they have West Virginia at home, at Cincinnati, Oklahoma State at home, at Texas Tech, and they end the season with Houston at home. Hmm. So that puts a dent in that thought. At Tech, tough. At Cincinnati, at Oklahoma, at Kansas, at Kansas State. So it's tough. Brutal. Now, I, can they navigate that? Yeah, possibly. You just never know what happens. Like you may go up to Kansas State and Will Howard gets hurt in the first quarter, and you know you're able to to get something going. I, you know, I don't know. Plumley is is he back at quarterback for them? Yes, at UCF, John Reese Plumley. Yeah. yeah. Don't know what to make of him. Had a whole home year last year. Fourteen touchdowns, eight interceptions. 63% completion guy. But one thing about UCF is they run the football. Uh, Plumlee himself at quarterback ran for 862 yards and 11 touchdowns. Uh, Bowser was their leading rusher, 800 yards. R.J. Harvey, their other running back, uh, 800 yards. Those guys, you know, numbers were, were end up being really good. So Teddy sounds about as confident on the Big 12 as an Oklahoma weatherman, says the 405. Uh, one more before we hit a break. Aranda is a West Coast guy. Does USC look at him when Muleshoe goes to the Chargers? Uh, perhaps. Maybe. I don't USC know. might want to stick with an offensive mind. Probably. But who knows? What I would they think. Want to do. Um, I don't know. He's a he's an interesting guy. He's a he's a really good coach. The people that coach with him absolutely love the guy. So I don't know. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Keep the text coming in. Aircraft Solutions, text line 651-3439. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. 
Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network, your home for Sooner fans. Air Comfort Solutions is turning up the heat this winter. Visit aircomfortsolutions.net to schedule a furnace tune-up for $69. Air Comfort Solutions, where savings are in the air. Air Comfort Solutions is offering 12 months no interest, no payments financing on a new energy-efficient furnace. Learn more at aircomfortsolutions.net, where savings are in the air. Sooner Nation, don't miss your chance to catch OU Baseball this spring as the 2022 Big 12 champions and College World Series finalists take the field. The home schedule includes series against Stanford, Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas Tech, and many more. With flexible ticket mini plans and single game ticket options available now, discover the perfect ticket package to meet your needs and be part of the chaos this baseball season. To purchase tickets, visit Soonersports.com slash tickets and join us at Eldale Mitchell Park this baseball season. Sooner fans, for a limited time, order a Book It bundle from Pizza Hut and receive a free book for young readers with your order at participating locations. Visit the deals page at PizzaHut.com to build your bundle of two large single-topping pizzas plus an order of breadsticks. Pizza Hut will donate $1 from every purchase to provide access to books and educational resources. Pizza Hut, the official pizza of the Sooners. With custom signs and graphics from Fast Signs, you can say anything. Invite the world to discover that thing that makes your business unmistakably yours. Make your statement in lights or metal on a van, across the windows. Make it unforgettable. Together, anything is possible. Bright ideas, brilliantly executed, can turn the mundane into the marvelous. Transforming your space begins at our place. Power your business visibility and make your statement with Fast Signs. Visit FastSigns.com. We are the Carlstone, a 55-plus active living community in Norman, Oklahoma. Make new friends or reconnect with old ones. Start a brand new hobby or rediscover the things you've always loved. At the Carlstone, our professional and caring staff members have over 80 years of combined experience, and we strive to keep our members healthy and happy. Call or visit us online today and start living your best life at the Carlstone. Caring for an aged loved one can be challenging. Let us help your family. At Arbor House Assisted Living and Memory Care in Norman, we offer a safe and loving environment with a full-time licensed nurse, medication assistance, emergency call system, along with housekeeping and laundry services. Come tour our beautiful community. Call 405-292-9200 or visit us online at arborhouseliving.com. We want to help your family so you can be part of ours. Hi, I'm Mandy Moore. We can do great things when we stand together. Stand Up to Cancer is closer than ever before to achieving its mission to make every cancer patient into a long-term survivor. So get on board and stand up to cancer with us. To learn more about how you can support this groundbreaking effort and get Advantage Miles, go to standuptocancer.org slash American Airlines. Hey, I'm Reba McIntyre. Growing up in Oklahoma, I had big dreams of becoming a successful country music singer. But I also knew the odds were against me and that I needed an education to fall back on. Studying never got in the way of my dreams. In fact, school gave me lots of opportunities I wouldn't have had otherwise with my career. 
Please stay in school and try your best. You never know where a good education might take you. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you the sour of the rush. Fascinating question that I found on a uh, Q&A via The Athletic today. Huh. You meet a genie, and this is going to be a text, big text line interaction question, 405-651-3439. You meet a genie, he presents you a magic wand with two options. Option one, wave the wand, guaranteeing your college football team wins exactly one... No more, no less, national championships in the next 20 years. There's the wand, you wave it, you win one national championship in the next 20 years. Okay. No more, no less, exactly one. Option two, don't wave the wand and let the chips fall where they may. Now, before we get to what we would do and what the text line would do, this, I forgot who it was on The Athletic, um, this particular person asked him two years ago which programs would say, no, no, not going to do it. Let the chips fall where they may. And at two years ago, he said Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, LSU, Ohio State, and maybe Oklahoma, which is kind of interesting looking back at it two years now. Mm-hmm. And apparently his opinion on OU has shifted a little bit, saying that he'll remove the maybe from Oklahoma under the current, uh, under the correct circumstances, thinks OU could win multiple titles in this format. So had the maybe tag before, hmm. but after a six and seven year, going to remove that maybe tag because of the situation, the circumstances they're in, which I that, found interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. That he's, must like the Brit Venables higher and maybe where that's trending. Yeah, maybe and the expanded playoff. Hmm. I guess I don't know how what you could say about Oklahoma. Right now, that that would help them. But obviously, January 4th, 2000, if you asked every OU fan that same question, they'd say, no, chips fall where they may. Let's go, baby. And you know, I, it would have been the right answer at the time. Right. You know, honestly, I, I, I know that probably sounds dumb because they didn't win one. But, you know, I, what, would you, what would you say now? You waving the wand or uh, chips fall where they may? Absolutely not waving the wand. I thought you were going to say yes. No, let the chips fall where they may. If if we don't win one championship over the next 20 years, we didn't deserve it. Uh, let it ride again the next 20 years if you don't win it. Let the next it ride. Time. And I, I believe that if you can win one, you should be able to go out and, and attempt to win two or three or ten. So I would never want to put a cap on on what we would be able to accomplish. And right now, is it hard to to see a circumstance where we could win a championship or yes. more over the next twenty years? Sure, I think it is. I think it's pretty ominous whenever you look at the teams at the top and kind of where they are and how much ground we need to to make up, but. If anyone is in a position to make up a lot of ground really quickly, it's Oklahoma. Um, I I'd say yeah, let the chips fall where they may. I, they just had the number four recruiting class, according to um, 
why, why am I totally blanking on who, uh, who tweeted that out? According to J.R. Sandlin, he said that that was like OU's highest ranked recruiting class since they've been calculating recruitings. So if they can win the first one, what might you parlay that talent-wise with recruiting and maybe even the transfer portal? Well, yeah. I don't know if OU's ever going to have the number one class under this staff, but is are, are multiple top five classes possible? Like, yeah, like in, in obviously with an SEC bump and a national championship to to kind of you know to to kind of advertise out there. Then yeah, who knows what you might get? I don't think it's unreasonable to say that Oklahoma could have the number one class. Um, I, it's hard to envision right now, but. You know, we just had a class with five-star quarterback, five-star edge, five-star safety. I, I, I believe we're going to have a five-star defensive lineman next year. I sure hope so. Like, I, I don't. I, I fully believe that like, there was a point where we were pigeonholed into we're only going to get five-star quarterbacks. And maybe a skill position player or two. I don't think we have any restrictions on any position group at all right now no. for five. That's star why players. I think what you saw this year in terms of the class ranking is not a one-off because there's more of a balanced approach on both sides of the ball now. And it, that yields higher classes, obviously. And I think it obviously you've got to capitalize on that momentum this year. If you don't capitalize on the momentum this year and have uh, a very respectable year, according to everyone, like a consensus good year, not not the fan base, not the conference, I everyone across the board come away from this next season with with what whatever it is that Oklahoma accomplished, saying, "Hey, the future looks bright there." then it's going to be very, very detrimental to the future of Oklahoma. Chapstick says the fun is not knowing, so he's not waving the wand Agree. for one title in the next 20 years. 6-2-0, going to the SEC, I take a guaranteed national championship in the next 20 years. Wave that wand. Uh, 708 says option two, Auburn wave the wand, and they suck now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, going to the SEC, you take the guaranteed natty, I I I know that there's it seems that you're going to like this daunting the the conference like you in my opinion going to the SEC is going to make Oklahoma a lot better. Now, are the stakes higher? Is the risk higher that if you're not able to to capitalize on it quickly that you could get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, I I, I think that there's truth to that, but I don't think Oklahoma's going to get lost in the so shuffle. So in the past 20 years, okay, the SEC, five teams have won a national championship. Now, A&M and Missouri obviously haven't won a title, but if you go back to like the uh, 12 members of the SEC – 20 years ago, like that's pretty close to half of the teams in the SEC the past 20 years that have won a national championship. And how many of those won multiple championships? LSU won multiple titles in that 20-year stretch. Uh, Florida won multiple titles. Alabama won multiple titles. Georgia won multiple titles. So five out of the 12, like where that conference looked 20 years ago, 
five out of the 12, and four of those, a third, won multiple titles. Yeah. Sure, yeah, it, it's not a it's a daunting league, but it's not a one- or a two-team league, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm firm in saying that I would not want them to wave the wand, and I, I understand what that means, but like, also what does it mean whenever you do wave the wand and, and you win it next year? You're doomed to For the 19, 19 years yeah. of. Do we want to get to the title game? Like, how how, how does that work now? That's, well, that's just, kind of odd. A national championship means you just get there. Yeah. Like, you know you're going to lose, but if we get there, it's. 405. Nah, let the chips fall. We can win one in 20 years without a wand. I want more than one. Right. Uh, I'm taking my chances. Option two says 405. Guy says, screw that magic wand. <laughs> 918, wave the damn wand. 918, take that wand and shove it. We've got more talent than AGT. I feel like whenever you say wave the wand, it's like in um, it's like in SEAL training. Like go ring the bell. You know, like we're, we're going to sit here until someone walks over there and rings the bell. Like waving the wand is you're ringing the bell. You're you're. It's not the it's OU giving like, up. It's not what you want the mentality to uh, yeah. necessarily be. You're right? giving up, and I'm not saying that I don't understand it. Like, I feel I can understand people feeling right now, coming off the season that we're coming off of, that we are as far as we've been in 20 years away from winning a national championship. But I do not believe that that's the case. Uh, let's see. Auburn was a defensive stop from winning multiple as well. Good point. Um, so four out of the five have won multiple. Auburn's the only school that's won one. And, yeah, they were beating Florida State like 21-3 to in the national championship game that they lost. So yeah. it's really close to all five of those have won multiple in the past 20 years. It's crazy. And Tennessee was on the verge of pulling off perhaps something special last year. They've come from the dead. Um, you know, we, we've seen programs that have, have been mired in poor play start to show up, you know, but it is cyclical, man. There's uh, Georgia is on a run right now. Florida has been on a run in the past. Maybe, maybe Tennessee's time is starting to show up. I, I don't know. You know, every four years, LSU is going to have a legendary team. Yeah. Well, I guess they've only had like a legendary team once, but you know, every four years, they're going to be there. Three or four years, like whenever the national championship is in New Orleans, you say, "Uh oh, LSU is going to be really good this year." I think next year could be a dangerous year for LSU. Uh, you know. Um, oh, absolutely! It should be a dangerous yeah. year for LSU. I just, you know, I if Texas A and M can go to the SEC and get a number one recruiting class. And I understand that it wasn't really an organic number one recruiting class. But still, if Texas A&M, who's accomplished a big steaming pile of nothing, can go to the SEC and get a, a number one recruiting class with a, with a salesman as head coach, then I think Oklahoma can. Lose the wand, we aren't Texas, says the 405. Zane says waving the wand is waving the white flag. Gunny says you wave the wand or ring the bell and you're tapping out. Uh, Scott says, Captain Obvious here, but we've not won a championship in 23 years. I just want one however we can get it. Uh, another Ooh, one from the 918. How many natties has OU won in the last 20 years while playing in the Week 12? Zero. Zero. And I could make a very reasonable claim that playing in the in the tiny 12 
for the last decade has been more of a hindrance to Oklahoma than it has been accurate a support of Accurates. Oklahoma. Yes. We've been fighting the narrative of the conference about how no one plays defense there and you don't go to the NFL there and it's just, you know, it's it's seven on seven football. We've been fighting that narrative for a decade or more. And like SEC has used the Big 12 against us in recruiting battles. They can't do that anymore. They can't do it. If you're a defensive lineman, you can't say that you can't go to Oklahoma. They don't play defense there. And I know what we're coming off of defensively. I get it. But you've got a defensive coordinator that's turned into a head coach. And we've got a, a history of good defensive line play. And I think that that narrative is already changing, but I think it's going to be gone because it's just the top-tier programs that have been getting those recruits can't use it against us anymore. It's going to be a big benefit. Meanwhile, if you really listen closely and you're silent, like you really try to listen, I think I can hear Jimbo all the way down there in College Station. Oh, hell, give me that damn one. <laughs> Jimbo would wave it real quick for a, for a national championship. I'll give you half my salary for a one. Which, I don't know, I think Jimbo already has a national championship at A&M. Didn't they give him a fake national championship trophy in a pair of boots maybe, when he signed up there? Maybe they did wave the wand already. <laughs> We're just waiting on that year to happen. Maybe that's why well, they Jimbo's fought. not going to be there when it finally cashes in. Well, I was so going to say, much. maybe that's the only reason he hasn't been fired yet. Uh, yeah, fascinating. I don't know. I I definitely would not wave the wand. But it's a, it's an interesting thought experiment just to, just to kind of see where you are. I still believe, I, I think, not this coming season, but the season after that has a chance to be something special. Year three. You're pointing at year three now. Year three. Hmm. Year three. Um, I did not think year one was going to go the way that it went. thought we'd have a much more solid base under us uh, by now. But I think uh, I think the way things are looking right now, it's going to be really good. Well, this year, we'll, we'll see what happens. But with a lot of people reloading at quarterback, this would be a this would be a really good year for year three to happen, as it looks right now. Yeah. Someone's going to emerge and be really good. Multiple teams will. I know. Just the outlook of it right now, it's like, hey, this might be a, a really good year to be good. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it's interesting. Bama replacing a quarterback. Georgia. Uh, well, Clemson's, I mean, kind of. I mean, that guy's already on campus. Ohio State is as well. So, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I would say that this is going to be as wide open as the sport's been. But, in reality, it's going to be the same teams in the 14 playoff, most likely. That we've seen previously. Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson? Sure, yeah. Maybe a, maybe a wild card in there. I think the Pac-12, if someone can navigate the Pac-12 with one loss, I think your Pac-12 champ's going to be in. Best point of the day, if the Mud Dogs can win the Bourbon Bowl, OU can win a couple <laughs> natties. Great text. Love it. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. 
This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Sports radio icon Mike Steely. You know, you may not think he's smart, but he is. And 247 Sports Parker Thune. This dude is just drama of the highest degree. Get you through the midday with the Steelman and Thune at noon. I, I like Skip Bayless because I, I've met Skip before, so I, I never am too hard on Skip Bayless. I realize what he's all about, but that video with the Dak jersey in the trash can was one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah, what was Like, why? Why, Skip? I mean, you can see him waiting there like, okay, Ernestine, three, two, here I come. No, let's do another take, okay? I want to show a little more anger wadding up the jersey this time. Can we do another one? Okay. I mean, what a clown show. Is it not amazing what people will do for engagement? I mean, if you really think about what some people are willing to do for engagement, it's pretty pathetic. Mike Steely and Parker Thune, the Steel Man and Thune at noon. Weekday afternoons from noon to two on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Entrepreneurs and more Norman and South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. More Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, More Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about More Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. What is a good neighbor? It's someone nearby who helps make your life a little easier. I'm State Farm Agent Julia Chu, and my team and I take time to understand your insurance and financial needs. So whether you're preparing for retirement or in need of auto, home, life, or business insurance, get the kind of help you'd expect from a good neighbor. Visit the Julia Chu Agency or call 329-3311. Come visit at our new location, 701 Wall Street, Norman. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Are you ready to make this a Valentine's Day to remember? Our favorite Antwerp diamond supplier is in store February 11th through February 13th. Now's the time to let us know what she can bring for you. Is it time for a proposal, a diamond earring upgrade, a diamond pendant for a milestone anniversary? Let's make her diamond dreams come true. Come see us or call today, 405-360-2515. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. I love that country music connects people all over this great nation, but unfortunately so does something else, childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in America. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks works to rescue our surplus food to help provide billions of meals to families in need across the country. Join the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey everyone, TJ here for my friends over at Joe's Wines and Spirits. And when you're looking for the best liquor store in town where you can get professional advice, then go see Kathy and her staff. They also have great specials this February on Glenlivet 12-Year Scotch, Bailey's Irish Cream, Oklahoma Crown Club 7-Year Whiskey, and much more. It's important to shop local, so head over to Joe's. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. and noon to 5 on Sunday. Follow their Facebook page for the latest information, and you can call ahead for your order, 364-9262.
West Yala Ghazni Law is bringing you what caught Teddy's eye. Have you heard hiring a lawyer makes your insurance claim take even longer? Not at WYG. They work to keep your claim moving forward and fight delay at every term. West Yala Ghazni Law, 405-800-8080. That's 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Story number one is. It looks like, at least according to the report that I've seen, Nick Saban is now targeting Notre Dame's yeah. Tommy Reese to be Alabama's new offensive coordinator. I think Air Saban uh, touched down in South Bend earlier today. Oh, really? It would be funny if uh, even Tommy Reese is like, ah, yeah, I'm good. I'm going to stay up here. Thanks, though, Nick. Appreciate it. Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's – I don't know. I'm, I'm – Curious to see how this thing goes and who's gonna who's gonna snap off and, and make that leap. And I wonder why I wonder why it's being it's become maybe more difficult than it's been in the past for Saban. And maybe it's not. You know, I I know that he had the full court press on on Jeff Levy, and um, you know that's been able. Well, he's had to move from that onto some other targets and. You know, the Washington offensive coordinator said no thanks. Curious what Tommy Reese says. Like, I, I look at Notre Dame as, a, as a, a team that could be really dangerous this season. I think they got a, maybe a chance to be really solid at quarterback, have a playmaker at quarterback. Um, you know, their defense is, has been good. So, I, I don't know. I, really interesting that everyone right now is just kind of holding firm. Is there, You think everyone – how big of a factor is the twelve-team playoff for everyone? Just kind of, you know, I, sitting with what they. I, got I right didn't now. immediately think about that, but you think? I mean, for Notre Dame, I mean, and they've made the, the playoff a, a, a couple of times now, but I think it's got to be a big factor. It just makes you think. Okay, we have a legitimate chance to, you know, because the difference in playing in just a New Year's Six bowl game versus going to the playoff, like that's a totally different selling point for it programs. Is. It is. It's it, the the current situation has anything other than a playoff appearance as just a uh, okay yeah yeah if you don't have much of a history of making big bowl games maybe it's like okay they're they're on the move like you didn't accomplish anything necessarily but maybe you got a chance to to get there next year um, like now the bar for success for everyone's about to change sure so I I don't know I think that that's uh, something that's interesting. And the other thing I had is, what do you make of the report that the University of Oklahoma and Texas are close to getting agreement with the Big 12 on exiting the conference, uh, that this would be this fall and next spring would be the last Big 12 season for them? And they'd go to the SEC based on using future games against current Big 12 members as currency uh, in in non-conference games. And that's how they're going to reach the financial agreement. Least shocking thing I've heard all day because that's been the scuttlebutt for a mm-hmm. while. And what Big 12 teams might you play in the non-conference moving forward? The scuttlebutt on that is three of the teams that you don't play this year. Right. Baylor, Texas Tech, and Kansas State. That's right. 
So they may not be on the schedule this year. I do expect this to be OU's last year in the Big 12, but I don't think that you're necessarily done seeing OU and Baylor, OU and Tech, and OU and Kansas State playing a football game. Yeah, it's interesting. And what are the who are the teams that Texas doesn't play? Do you know? Texas doesn't play Cincinnati, I think. Um, I know Texas plays Houston and Texas plays BYU. I don't. Do they play UCF? I don't know if they do. Uh, I, I can't remember exactly. Oh, they don't play Oklahoma State. I know that one. Okay. They don't play Cincinnati and Texas or Cincinnati and Oklahoma State, and maybe UCF's in that one. I, yeah. I don't. I don't remember all four of them. I, I'm, it's interesting to me because, like, if Oklahoma. Like if the non the teams that they're not playing now are the teams that maybe they've agreed to play over the next over the coming years in non conference games, I think it's I think it's fascinating that two of them are in Texas, right? And you're going to be in the SEC. You'll have less of a presence in Texas moving forward. You know, you always have the OU Texas game, but being able to play some non-conference games in the state and having a presence there is it would be uh pretty meaningful all right i got a few first uh what if i told you that Derek jeter wore a gold thong during a game one time yeah that surprise you at all no no i I had a new teammate that i played with in 2002 he always had a gold thong hanging from his locker and he told me anytime you struggle you wear the gold thong you're guaranteed to get a hit Now, I thought the guy was crazy. So in 2004, I went through the worst offensive stretch of my career. Okay. And every day I'd walk in, he'd point at the thong. So so finally, I I wore the thong. Now, it wasn't thong to skin. I had shorts on underneath, so I put the thong over the shorts. First pitch, home run. Yeah, gold thong to break the streak. I've heard that story before, and... I heard it from um, Brad Penny. I feel it was Andy Pettit. Is that who his teammate was that did it? That had the gold thong. Yes, I have. I think it he, is. he didn't. I, I don't know. I mean, he obviously played with Andy Pettit for a while at, with the Yankees. I don't know if that's that, as soon that as would I said that that brand. name popped up, and I feel like Brad Penny told me that a similar story to that, which is funny. That's that's awesome. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> First pitch, he hits a home it, it would be great if he just got a hit that day, right? But first pitch, he gets a home run. You think he – I'd like to see that and see if there's a look over the dugout <laughs> yeah. like, okay. And did he wear it the next day, you know? The next day, the rest of his career. Probably so. Uh, apparently, and, and this is kind of something right up your alley, Netflix is banning shared passwords, and people are upset about it. One, they're upset because, well, a lot of people use shared passwords on Netflix. Other people are bothered by it because it's like, well – you basically encouraged shared passwords in the beginning to kind of, I guess, bump up the numbers you know, with, with stuff that you're showing, and yeah. now you're taking it away. This is going to bankrupt you in the end. Like, we wish evil on you. Like Netflix is taking away Netflix uh, shared passwords, and people are obviously not happy. What do you think about this as a business strategy? Oh, I think it's a great business strategy. You tell me. Of the people you know that are using shared passwords, are they just going to give up on Netflix? Um, I think that they'll probably, yeah, they'll probably spend the eleven ninety nine or whatever it is now a month. They'll be mad. They'll kick and scream for a little bit. But, man, that addiction, that they're going to need that hit. And they'll go right back and get their uh, their new own password and get their own 
Brilliant um, by Netflix is what you say. Well, Numbers yeah. be damned, they'll still be the same. It doesn't matter. The interesting thing to me is, doesn't everyone think it's a little bit weird that they're going to know that you're sharing your password? Well, yeah. I mean, is people are looking on your profile to what you've watched before. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I guess you're tied to what is a small amount of devices now. And I don't know that that's the part that I find strange. Yeah. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you this one. You give me your thoughts on the other side because we're up against it. Urban Meyer on a podcast gave his uh, top five jobs in college football that we actually listed off six. Urban Meyer thinks Georgia's the top job. Ohio State's two. Florida and Florida State are interchangeable. They're at three. LSU's at four. USC's at five. I'll get your thoughts coming up next on that. Hmm. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. All right. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up our number two next. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Does your checking account come with respect, gratitude, wisdom? At Armstrong Bank, that's what you can expect. For more than a century, we've been serving up exceptional customer service and financial guidance to our customers across Oklahoma and Arkansas. Open a checking account today so we can serve you too. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank today. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Sooner Nation, the 2023 OU women's gymnastics season is underway and your defending national champions need your support inside Lloyd Noble Center. The Sooners will host conference opponents Iowa State on February 3rd and West Virginia on February 24th before a national championship rematch you won't want to miss against Florida on March 3rd. For tickets to see the best show in town, visit Soonersports.com tickets and secure your seats today. Boomer Sooner. Take your game in a new direction and experience one of Southern Oklahoma's finest golf destinations. Located just 20 minutes south of Oklahoma City, Winter Creek Golf and Social Club offers its guests the opportunity to experience 18 beautifully designed holes paired with 14 lakes all across stunning natural landscape. This course does not disappoint. Give us a call at 405-224-GOLF to book your tee time today. You've weighed your options and decided that building your next home is the right move for you and your family. Congratulations from Alliance Bank. We'd love to help you celebrate and get on your way to picking out new paint colors and tile as fast as possible. Give us a call at our Norman office, 405-286-5750. Again, that number is 405-286-5750. And let's discuss what construction loan option is best for you. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. <laughs> A heads up before something bad happens. You should not send that text. Uh-oh. 
Life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but prediabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can reverse prediabetes and prevent or delay type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Parents, we know we can't protect our kids from everything. Eventually, they're going to bump their heads or scrape their knees. But we can protect them from six types of cancer. HPV, or human papillomavirus, is a common, preventable virus that can cause cancer later in life. The HPV vaccine prevents human papillomavirus and all the cancers it can cause. The American Cancer Society recommends getting your sons and daughters the HPV vaccine starting at age 9 to protect them later in life. Kinsey Hansen and the Sooner women's softball team are ready to go for three in a row and are featured in the February issue of Boyd Street Magazine. Additional stories include Bridges Prom 2.0, The Common Ground, Coffee Festival, Norman North students giving back during Spud Week, Norman Regional Health Center elevating cancer care, a new mobile dog grooming service, and the newest hangout in Norman, The Standard. Read the February issue of Boyd Street on stands or online at boydstreet.com. I'm Ben Affleck, and I want to thank you for joining me and supporting Paralyzed Veterans of America. I joined the Navy to serve my country while parachuting with my platoon. My parachute didn't open, and I broke my neck. Thanks to PVA, paralyzed veterans are getting specialized medical care and treatments, the jobs they want, and the accessible vehicles and homes they need. I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are without the support that I received from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Learn more at pva.org. Schumacher Law Group, when experience matters. Tracy Schumacher is a former prosecutor and former district judge. Whether it's a probate challenge, criminal charges, or contentious divorce proceedings, experience matters. The attorneys at Schumacher Law Group provide compassionate, knowledgeable advice, all while fighting for your best interests. Find Schumacher Law Group online at lawgroupok.com or call 405-701-1882. Hometown lawyers ready to fight for you when experience matters. Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. All right, what do you think? Urban Meyer's top five jobs. Georgia one, Ohio State two, Florida and Florida State at three. I don't, that doesn't make sense. Whatever. LSU at four and UFC at five. Um, number one, I think it's not shocking that Urban Meyer would pick two places where he coached as – Ohio State and Florida, yeah. yeah um, Utah is at six. Yeah. Bowling Green uh, in the top ten. Um. I, I don't I don't think there's much wrong with the list. I think it's something that we've talked about a lot. I think every one of those schools can win a national championship with uh, 80 to 90 percent of their roster from their home state. And I think that is always something that is um, it, it is big. Now, USC, California's got to get their game up as far as recruiting's yeah, going. Yeah, they do. Um, but traditionally, that's kind of been the story for USC. So I can understand why he throws it in there. Florida, definitely the case. Georgia, LSU, yep. definitely the case. LSU Ohio State, is definitely the case too. Yeah. Yep. So I think that's kind of what he's going there, going off of there. And I, I don't know. I didn't hear the interview, but it's kind of hard to to argue with those. I mean, those places have had traditionally a bunch of success I would love to ask someone or someone's who have been on the recruiting trail a lot like what's the toughest state if you're a school from out of state 
what's the toughest state to go into to get an elite kid? I bet Louisiana yeah. ranks pretty high on that list. It seems like if you're a Louisiana kid, for the most part, yeah. you're going to LSU. Yeah. Well, they've got you know they've got an interesting culture, and LSU is like a country of its own. Mm-hmm. Um, it's totally different than, than the rest of the country, and you know they've had enough success there. And they got enough players in the NFL doing big time things to, you know, it, it's a hard decision to leave there to go somewhere else. There's really not much of a need. Seems so. like some coaches, even Ur- Urban was talking about it. Like, I didn't want to go into Louisiana a whole lot. It's like wasting my time. Like, yeah. these kids got to go to LSU. What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of truth to that, I think. All right, quick timeout. Final hour of the rush coming up next.